This is the Let's Go Win Podcast with your host, J.M. Ryerson. What's happening, you guys? Welcome back to Let's Go Win Podcast. We're here for a Tuesday tune-up, and we are going to be talking about differentiation and how can that help us be happy, healthy, wealthy? Because as you know, that's the whole theme of the show and I think the gentleman that I'm going to bring on, he's an awesome guy. He has proven this to be the case, that if you learn a deep understanding of what differentiation is, how it will impact your abundance and grow your income, you'll gain competitive advantages in highly competitive markets and will always walk away with a sales playbook, whether you're in sales or sales leadership. And the gentleman I'm speaking of is Patrick Kagan. He is an internationally renowned business or podcast host leadership expert, and business coach. He is the leading authority on differentiation and author of the wildly popular book, Sell the Difference, the ultimate guide to increase sales, profits, and customer satisfaction. Patrick, what's up, my brother? How are you? Man, you make me sound like I know a lot, but that's I'm good. How are you, Jay? I'm good to be here. Brother, it's great to see you again. I mean, look, differentiation, this is something that is pretty popular. It's something that I think people want to do how did you come into really differentiating and uh, what what does that word mean to you brother yeah i mean the ultimate goal is that you want to create a category of one you'd like to exist as the only one in that category of one and when you think about business you think about sales you think about trying to get a promotion you think about interviewing or trying to find a job if you create a category of one then the person that recognizes you within that category, you're the only logical choice. So, you know, there's, there's times you want to blend in. I was in the military. I was in the infantry. When I had my camouflage on and we were doing some sort of mission that we didn't want to be detected, I absolutely wanted to blend in. That's not what you want to have happen in, in business. And I think, I think people confuse differentiation with what a lot of folks call their value proposition. And, you know, that's like saying my skin is my DNA. It's very easy to see how that can be confusing. But value proposition is really trying to emphasize in words what makes my company or my offer valuable to you as the buyer or to you as the potential employer or for you as my employer and I want to be promoted. That's the value proposition. That's the words. Differentiation is really um, it's what you do. Um, you, you have to think of it um, on an individual level, like trust or loyalty or kindness or sincerity. These are things you recognize when they show up. These are things that are what I call distinguishability or compare uh, versus comparability. And so a value proposition tends to be we talk about what makes us comparable to all the others, but distinguishability is what makes us unique. So you know that's that's really what it's about. And in this day and age, when there's political pressure, there's social pressure, we all want to be like we're all the same. And the value that, that we find in the business world and the personal world is our unique differences, which are differences and uniqueness are our strengths. So that's kind of what we're all after. I discovered that early on in my career. Yeah. It, you know, it's interesting about this because I've gone through this exercise many times and uh, continue to, right, to really as we evolve and we change what is really a differentiator between me and that competitor. But here's what's fascinating to me 
we're all unique. There is only one Patrick Kagan. There's, I don't know any others. And even if I did, even if the name was the same, you would be so different because of your lens, because of that. So when you're searching for this, brother, how much of it is just looking internal at these are my God-given gifts that I'm great at? Or is this something that we have to kind of produce on our own to figure out, like, I'm really amazing at programming or I'm the most accountable guy? You know, is it really looking inward, brother, or is this something that you create? Yeah, that's a phenomenal question. It's a great way to look at it, too. So um, the thing is, it's I don't think it's something we create as much as we become aware of it. And then we start to you have to practice it every day. It's not something once you know, you don't just say, OK, I got to differentiate today. If you have to say I have to differentiate, that's like saying, OK, I got to I got to be really nice right now. You're probably not a nice person if you have to say that. You will if you have to say, well, now I have to differentiate. You're probably not differentiating on a regular basis, and so it takes practice. Um, and you know, for 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 me, what happened was I was in several industries, four or five different industries: uh, technology, consumer goods, media. Um, before I had my own business, and what I noticed was over 30 years, I always met my objectives that my employer set for me. I never didn't, which is really kind of an odd thing. You, you don't find that often. Now, it's easier when you stay within the same industry and bring your customers with you and you can kind of do that thing. But starting over every single time and starting over in leadership roles and leading teams who did that. And it was interesting to see customers who brought me along with them when they said, look, I know that, that what you're doing now isn't my area. But if you could do for my friend JM what you've done for me, you know, we'll, we'll, that's going to be great for our company. And it was interesting because they were saying things about the way I approached them. And they said, we, we just don't have people like you. They were telling me I was different. They were telling me I was a differentiator. And I started to dig into, well, what is that? And I realized it's really a strategy. And most people uh, confuse strategy and tactics. And they get very tactical. So you think about if you're a salesperson, my sales are down. I got to make more phone calls. I got to make more contacts. I got to start doing some sales math and see what my average sale is per contact. A sales manager says, let's have a contest. Let's create a newsletter. Let's write a blog. All these things. Those are very tactical. I'm not saying they're wrong, but being strategic, saying, let me step back. Let me take a look at what does the customer want from me? What are they getting from me? Who is an ideal customer? And do I spend my time with them? Or do I spend time with people who would just give me business in a short order fashion? Am I responding to my, my client or my audience as the ideal person they're looking for as a solution? And so companies or people or teams that say, yeah, let's, let's roll our sleeves up. We heard Pat Kagan on the, on the, on the let's go win podcast. Let's start differentiating. And they, they do it like a flavor of the month. It's never going to work. It's a, it's, it's, a, it's a gimmick at that point. But when it becomes part of your culture and you spend time strategically saying, let's analyze what do we know about the people we, we sell to? What don't we know? What do we have that we offer? What don't we have within their, the confines of their business? And then we start analyzing not only what is an ideal customer trait, but we get feedback from them saying, what is an ideal salesperson or sales leader look like to me? And it's, it's a very humbling experience. And you, you have to go through this whole 
process, um, I call it, you know, there's, there's really four disciplines it takes to really work on becoming a differentiator, which will, it's not a get rich quick approach, but you will get rich. You'll make a lot of money, but you'll, you'll build more important than that. You'll build abundance and abundance has to do with the wealth of the relationships you have around you. So those four disciplines, the first is nobody is going to differentiate until they absolutely hate the pain of their existing situation. If you don't hate your situation so much right now, then you don't think you think you're exempt. I don't really need to do anything different. I'm getting, you know, some people are happy making upper five digit income. That's fine. Some people are happy making their first hundred thousand that then they've arrived. But that's not what hating your pain means. It means you hate losing business. You hate getting rejected. You hate that you came close, but not quite. You hate that you didn't get the promotion again. And you hate it so much on the inside that you do something positive on the outside. And I had a really great experience. I'm a military veteran. And in putting together uh, the book, Sell the Difference, I got to talk to a lot of my veteran friends about uh, POW camps. And there were two schools of thought that I, I kept encountering. One was that we're in this situation. It's painful. But if I just keep my head down and keep a low profile, I can survive. And I have hope. I hope to see my family. I hope to see my friends. I hope to get back home. And I'll put up with this because that'll help me get through. And that's that's not a wrong strategy. That's just a strategy. The other strategy that I kept encountering was I hate this so much, I'll do anything to get out of this POW camp. I'll do anything. The risk is so worth it. I can't stand this. I'll do something about it. Both are different schools of thought. Both definitely need exploring for what is the right or what is the wrong. And it really does depend on the individual. But if you want to differentiate, if you want to be selling from the customer's point of view and selling value, because if you don't know your own value, your customer will tell you what your value is and they're going to minimize what you think it is as a salesperson. If you're going to do any of that, if you're going to move forward with abundance, you have to hate your situation so much that you're willing to do something about it. Then I say you have to inspect what you expect. So I expect to be spending my time with an ideal client. And I've, I've taken the time to define what, the, what makes an ideal client. But then when I look back, I realize I'm not spending time with that profile because that's a lot of cold calling or introducing myself to new people. I'm actually spending time with people who have spent with me in the past, but they're not loyal to me. They don't like me. They don't operate from a position of abundance or wealth or solutions or anything. So when I inspect what I expect, I see that there's a disconnect. It's important to do that on a regular basis. That's where having a coach helps because a coach, they're not your friend. They're not there to lick your wounds with you. They're there to help you inspect what you expect. You, you, JM's my coach. He says, Pat, you said you wanted to spend four hours every day with this ideal client base and you spent none. What's up with that? That's, that's a great opportunity to have a, a, a sales coach or a manager who might do that. The other thing about differentiation, you have to practice daily. You and I were just talking about this. It's not a natural thing. I had somebody who read my book call me the other day and they said, I'm about to go into this interview. I really need this job. How do I differentiate? <laughs> I was like, well, dude, you, this is not something you try on for the next hour. This is, this is something while you read the book and that's good and opened your mind, you have to find a daily practice of this because it isn't a natural thing. We tend to, as a human race, try to assimilate. I mean, think about if you ever change schools. You don't want to be the one that stands out. You try to find the group you belong to. 
You know, every team has a uniform. It's uniformity. It's built into our DNA. We like to assimilate. So you have to practice differentiation with value and solutions every single day. And then the final, final discipline is to practice patience. It isn't natural. It would be like me learning to write with my left hand. I, I would have to be patient with myself because it's not a natural thing to me and I'd have to do it every single day. So you know, that's kind of the things that I think are incorporated and come out of this book is that people, when they, they love the idea, I'm going to create a category of one, I'm going to build abundance. And it's one thing to read a book, but it's another thing to do something with it, to internalize it and change that hating your pain to something positive on the out, on the outside. Well, there's a lot of thoughts from what you just said, but first, thank you for your service. That is amazing. I appreciate that. I have to ask, why POW camps, brother? Why did you say, I want to really discover this mindset that they had, right? Like, it was just, why, why did you choose that, brother? That's such a fascinating place to start. I didn't, I didn't choose it, and I didn't start there. They shared. Uh, I, I talked about uh, the, the book I was writing and I was talking about thinking from the other person's perspective. And there are just a couple of veterans who, you know, were willing to share and in the group and they're friends of mine. And, and it's one thing to know that they served. It's another thing to know they both happen to be POWs, but when you hear the differing perspectives and you can't look at one and say, that's wrong. And you can't look at the other and say, that's right. Because they both obviously made it back. But it helped open my eyes to like how much, how many layers there are to this whole thing. And they both required a strategy that they had to, you know, you can't just say, screw the enemy. I'm going to run through that fence. I mean, there are things, there are consequences. So that is a tactical move or I'm going to dig a tunnel or whatever it is you do. There has to be strategy. There has to be thought. Same thing with getting under the radar. How can you do that when you're, when you're held captive by, by a, uh, an enemy. So they shared, I didn't, I didn't expect it. And I learned, again, I learned so much and, and, you know, obviously you can learn to respect anybody who can, who can go through something like that. Um, and it's not to say that people who put their head down and kept a low profile didn't hate their pain, but their action was a different action and it required a different strategy and it required a different way of di differentiating. Yeah, you know what's so interesting about us as human beings, you, you mentioned it earlier, there's this point in life where, I don't know, middle school, you're trying to fit in, you want to, you don't want to stand out, right? You want to be accepted. And so we go through this conformity thing. And then it's like, no, actually, you do want to be different than everybody else out there. It was such an interesting evolution. And maybe this will tie in one of the things that you and I were talking off air, you had mentioned, man, I just drove down to visit my daughter and I was listening to podcasts and, and how many amazing ideas from just this drive. And my point in saying that is you're clearly a lifelong learner where you're continuously improving no matter what industry you've been in. You said five different industries and yet you did differentiate yourself uh, successfully in each one as in these clients were still wanting to be with you no matter what industry you're in. So I, I guess the two points there, but I'm the lifelong learning is clearly something that you are committed to and, and you continue to find like different ideas and ways to really bring value to your clients. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm only as valuable to my clients in my mind 
as the last thing I learned, right? And so, you know, I am a podcast junkie. I love listening to your stuff. And I love listening to a lot of people's stuff um, because it's the best form of continuing education you can get. I mean, think about being involved in an engaging conversation. You walk away, even if you disagreed, you disagreed, but you, you thought about different things and you communicated those things. Well, now podcasts, you get to listen to those things and they happen that you can pick the topic that has to do with your profession. You can get better. And, you know, I, I was uh, in this car ride and I wanted to just check out a little bit. I wanted to unplug from thinking about my business. And I was listening to podcasts that had to do with a million other things. And it was amazing the amount of ideas that were just being released in my head. And I was, I had a notepad and I was writing down notes and coming up with things that later translate back into my business. It was the refreshing thing I needed. It was them speaking to me the way I needed to be spoken to. And I heard the way I needed to hear. And that's the, that's a subtle power of differentiation is that you're able to do that. That's that category of one. They were the category of one and not every podcast went, I went oh my gosh, there's 10 pages of notes. Some were just like, ah, eh, whatever. But you, you were mentioning like, you know, the, the middle school child within, you know, and we've all heard of the saboteur within. And, and so there, there's this driving force, you know, to, to assimilate or to blend in. And a lot of this is because, you know, the saboteur within is really, it's your ego. Your ego is your self-talk and it's, it's sole purpose is to protect you. So sometimes something seems fearful and it is protecting you, but yet it is holding you back from next steps or, or, you know, bold new worlds, that type of thing. And I wrote a blog recently about the Sophie syndrome, Sophie, S-O-F-I, where you appear successful outwardly, but inwardly you f- you're failing. You feel like a failure. You feel like you didn't crush it. But everybody else around you says, "Yo, you got it going." You know, JM, you and I were talking. You're finishing up your third bo- third book. Many people, if they hear that, they'll say, "Oh man, that's great." Oh, you got your podcast. That's great. Oh, you're your own boss. That's great. And you might be like, "Yeah, but I'm struggling like on this part of my business or in this part of my life," and so. We all walk around with our own little version of the Sophie syndrome. And the whole idea of going through differentiation is to become a different person, to be a different person to others around you, and to have them be different with you and get you to what I call the Fofi syndrome. So that's fulfilled outwardly and fulfilled inwardly. And it has nothing to do with your paycheck. Now, the really cool outcome is your paycheck will go through the roof. You're going to make tons of money, but you're not going to be driven by, I got to make more money. That's not going to be, that will never be the fulfilling point. Yeah. And it's clear that you, uh, you, you get very intentional and clear on who you want to work with, not just anybody and everybody, but you know, exactly. This is the values that I have. And I want to share with my clients because otherwise it's just not going to work. Right. We can't right. get to the, the fulfillment for both parties. If we are not aligned value wise, it doesn't matter if you love my differentiating mark. If you are not in alignment with me, it's just not going to work. Absolutely. Is that a fair statement to make? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I, I often talk about, you know, we're in the, we're in the people business and our job, no matter what your job is, you're in the people business, right? Cause you're interacting with people. And, you know, for me, I don't want, I'm not trying to be all things to all folks and I can't help everyone. And as a matter of fact, you're going to help yourself. I'm going to be the guide that helps you through it. 
right? Whether you're a customer buying from me and I, or whether you're a salesperson who hires me as your coach or a sales leader who says my sales team, you know, is, is out of kilter, whatever it would be. But the thing is, you're going to help yourself and, and I'm going to be the one to help get you through that. I call it the Jiminy Cricket effect, right? So the Jiminy, Jiminy Cricket's that wise little cricket that talks to Pinocchio and always speaks the truth. And you may not like to hear what you hear, but that's the Jiminy Cricket effect. And you can't live without Jiminy Cricket because they keep you going, keep you out of trouble. Well, you want the same effect with your clients. You want them to go from, why should I do business with you? to staying awake at night going, why haven't I been doing business with that person all along? And the only way you can do that is that you don't look and sound and feel like everybody else out there. And your solutions approach is here's what's best for your business. And when you do that, when you're approaching folks with what's best for their business and you use real numbers from their organization, here's your real costs of this. And you said this was your problem. And I discovered this is really just your symptom here's your problem. When you approach it that way, they never say to you, well, yeah, but somebody else is 10% less expensive than you, or can you match their price? Because the real question becomes, can you really afford to either not go with what I just discovered and not go with my solution or continue with what you have? Can you really afford losing $4 million a month when I could, I'm going to charge you, you know, 10 million, but it's going to save you the 4 million a month, your money ahead in three months. Can you really afford to ask that question? You're never going to hear that question. And, and this is the idea of building abundance, not just for yourself, but for everybody in, in the equation. And then the co-elevation of everybody involved. And these are things that we understand the words, but the practice of them, they get neglected. And I will guarantee you, if you look at a any self-development or professional development seminar, if the topic of differentiation is on an agenda. It's a throw-off line item 20 minutes after lunch on the last day when people are really getting out of the meeting. Nobody spends time on this number one skill that makes a difference. It's the one difference that makes a difference. And you will literally create a category of one. You will not blend in, but you'll do it in a very positive way. And this, this works in your personal life. This works in your professional life. This works if you're trying to get a promotion, if you're trying to get hired for a job, I've had lawyers tell me that they're getting better results for their for the cases that they're arguing because of my book. I don't I don't market this book as something for everybody, but there is something for everybody in it. Well, brother, it's it it does make a lot of sense and you're right. This isn't something you're taught in business school like, "Hey, make sure you stand out." This is this is your value add. This is who you are. This is why people would do business with you. It's not taught. It really isn't. And with that being said, brother, I can't believe how fast this went by. But if people were so inclined, they are like, man, I love what Patrick's talking about. I want to know my differentiation. I want to see if I'm a good fit. What's the best place for them to connect with you online and, and see what PK Solutions Group is all about and what you're working on? Yeah, the best way, there's two ways. You can uh, connect with me on LinkedIn. Um, and I, I talk with everybody who talks with me. So that's that's one of my differentiators is that I probably won't screen you out. <laughs> and the other is you can just go to pksolutionsgroup.com and w- everything you would need from, from us is there. We've got our podcast link there. We've got consulting that you can set up or just maybe you need 45 minutes just to talk through an idea. Uh, you can get our book. That's the only place you can get the hardcover of the book. Um, so either LinkedIn or pksolutionsgroup.com and I'll be here waiting to hear from them. 
Yeah, guys, check him out for sure. And Patrick, thank you, brother. I love the topic. I, it's not something we talk about often, but it is very valuable, brother, and I, I so appreciate it. Yeah, no, thanks for having me. This has been fun. Guys, I told you, he's going to help you be happy, healthy, wealthy, especially in that business side. Not that it's all about making money, but I'll tell you what, if you're looking to make a little more, you really want to stand out, hook up with Patrick. Go check out Sell the Difference. He's got his next book coming out as well. You will see a ton of value. I've had the chance to be around him a couple times now, and every time I feel like I've definitely upgraded. Make sure and share this out. There's so many people that are looking. They want to know what, what does make me different. How can I stand out? Share this with them. Here's some of those pillars that Patrick talked about. And make sure you're being that unselfish person sharing this. Until next time, remember your mindset matters. I appreciate you all. Thank you so much for listening. If this content is delivering value to you, please make sure to subscribe, rate, and review us. That helps us build this community, and that is what we are all about. Building this community as big as we can, helping as many people as we can, and deliver as much value as possible. Be sure to head over to letsgowinpodcast.com for information on my coaching courses and make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn at Let's Go Win 365. Let's go win and transcend in life. This is the Let's Go Win Podcast with your host, J.M. Ryerson.